Welcome to She Elevates Business Podcast. I'm your host, Dolores Presley, and we are delighted that you are here. This podcast is all about empowering girls and women to become confident leaders, entrepreneurs, and CEOs. Be sure to follow us at our website, sheelevates.org, and get a copy of our She Letter. Get it? She Letter? And also, follow us on our social medias at She Elevates. So thank you so much. Enjoy. We appreciate you listening. Welcome to the She Elevates Business Podcast. I'm your host, Dolores Presley. I'm always excited about things that just empower women and empower girls. I just tell you, that excites me. And I have an amazing guest this morning. Well, you may be listening any time of the day because you can hear us all over the world. That's a really good thing. But she is my friend. She has done some things. We've done business together. We've traveled. But let me tell you about her. Her name is Jennifer Malcolm. She is the president and founder and CEO of Genesis and Associates. And she is an award-winning full-service digital marketing firm. She's been recognized for its position as a lifestyle business that empowers women. Genesis operates a virtual organization providing creative solutions and fresh thinking to help brands create impactful relationships. Mm, Listen to this. She's had all kinds of awards. She's been the award winner of the Smart 50 Awards and the SMEI Distinguished Sales and Marketing Awards. It goes on and on. She's been in O Magazine, that's Oprah's magazine, and also entrepreneur. She is an amazing lady. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you. I'm so excited to see you and to be here with you today. Likewise, likewise. You just inspire me. You have an amazing podcast. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, We've had a chance to travel. We've had a chance to do some amazing events. Well, recently our girls, uh, it was in October though of last year, but uh, girls did a program together where they danced with the Cleveland Ballet and it was in the middle of COVID and we had some people saying, nah, but we had a great time. Let's talk about that real quick about us traveling and doing things to empower women. Yeah. So I just, I think that piece, I think I've met you almost a decade ago now, and I just love how our stories continue to intertwine and we may go months without seeing each other or being with each other. But as soon as we get back together, you and I connect with deep trust and relationship and laughter and empowerment. So with the work that we did in, you know, in the fall that you were really a part of and showcasing the She Elevates Girls, it was just that another level of connection where, you know, your heart is to empower the young women, you know, who are arising. Mine is to empower the older generation of women to use their voice. And I just love that crescendo between the two of us and traveling with you to California and San Diego and doing some things here in the Northeast Ohio area has just been an honor and a treasure for me. Right. You definitely, I said it earlier that you inspire me. You went from a one woman show to about 30 people on your team. How did you do that? <laughs> um, Cause ni- naivety probably is the first <laughs> If I knew that now, what I what I should have known then, or uh, that that saying, uh, it just was truly that 
desire to grow and to be something more than myself. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm highly relational. I love high extrovert. I love being with people. And around 2012 or 13, I really hit that crossroads uh, two years into the business that was, do I want to grow uh, the business into what I can envision. So you, I know that you and I also have deep faith and if we can see it, we can accomplish it. And if the vision set before us, then we can continue just to navigate toward that. And I knew that I couldn't accomplish that in and of myself. And so I had to start breaking down some of the barriers of uh, ego, uh, time, energy, resources, dollars to allow others to come into the Genesis family and team to do things that were faster, that they're faster, better, stronger than me. And I had to be okay with that. And so, you know, the transition from one to 30 has been a decade, but it's been one baby step at a time and one yes at a time that has uh, got me here today. That is so good. So we know that being an entrepreneur is not for the faint at heart, even when we're teaching the girls in the academy. And some of the girls, when they go through the academy, they're like, ah, this is not for me. But and then we teach them like, that's cool. But we want you to be the CEO of the company. So if you're going to work for someone, just be running the thing. So that's what we teach them. Exactly. So what made you want to even be an entrepreneur? Sure. You know, for me, it was like I hit a crossroads in my life uh, early 2000. 10, 11, I had gone through a divorce. I kind of had that, who do you want to be when you grow up? At that point in my life, I had been a high school science teacher. I had been at that crux in the road, a stay-at-home mom, because I had a four-year-old, a six-year-old, and a seven-year-old, and getting them you know, navigated into the school district. And so when that change and abruptness happened in my life, I felt like uh, the world was open to what I wanted to accomplish. And for me, it was very essential for me to have time with my children and to have flexibility to raise them. I now had shared custody with my ex-husband. So I went from 100% of time with my kids to 50% time with my kids. And so I felt like I had to get creative and to create a schedule that worked for me and worked for my kids, as well as was an avenue to provide for them. So now being a single mom, you know, at that point in the junction, I had to really dig deep and so for me, the the ability to work for myself and to be able to control those two things was important. But I also, you know, early on got a business coach that helped me brainstorm ideas of, you know, I, I wanted to become a, a, a caterer and, and I wanted to cook because I love hospitality and food and, and that piece of entertaining. And, you know, the question that was posed, how much money do you make on the dollar in that industry? And I was like, I have no idea. And so just finding something that was, you know, pretty pass through costs for me. And that was kind of the simple steps that I began with. So how do you stay inspired and why do you want to even help women? I think that it has a deep passion that has been in my heart as far as as I've seen the women that have joined my team similar to the way that you're you are structured. When you see women that come alongside you and now are changed, now have better confidence, now are opening doors that they didn't feel like that they could do, it gives you kind of that uh, hunger to see it more. So when I see and hear women that, you know, Jen, you've given me back, my kids are saying I got my mom back because I work for you and I have flex schedule. 
I mean, that's impactful. Or I am now able to pay for our vacation or or my kids' schooling because I have a second income that you know corresponds with my my significant others. So when you start getting that positive feedback and positive reinforcement, as well as when you start seeing you know the things that you're working, we saw with our clients, it inspired me to dig deep and do more. And that piece of women, you know, I feel like women throughout the time of age has always been, you know, less than women or men, and we can't be a good mom and a good worker. And I really just wanted to break that narrative to say, you know what, you can be the most impactful social media writer, creative director, et cetera. And you can also not miss those moments in your family's lives that is important. So you should be able to do those things. And I feel like men, you know, are able to have a little bit more uh, wiggle room in that area to say, you know what, I have a business trip or I have a business meeting and it's socially acceptable. And I really wanted to break through that barrier for women as well. Awesome. So speaking of men, do you think men and women do business differently? Honestly, I think the more I get entrenched in the women's movement, I don't think that they do it much differently. I think that it's people doing business with people. And so you're going to have amazing women who open doors and make things happen for you. You're going to have amazing men who are the cheerleaders and do the same. So for me, it's becoming less about the narrative of who's better. It's just that I'm looking for like-minded spirits and that's across men and women. But I am passionate to really infuse women with life and joy and confidence and voice that they may not have had before to lift their chins. And I'm hoping that men find, you know, joy in our podcast and our work as well. But my focus is really on to strengthen, you know, the women, the women. But I do think it's across the board. I think it's about character and integrity and trust and those things that we align to versus male versus female. Okay, that's good. Now, Jennifer, I want to take you back to a little girl, like a real little girl. I don't what age? Eight, nine, five, six. Let's go back there. And what advice would you give to that little girl? Oh, I think for me, I would say don't be pigeonholed by the stigma of your decisions or choices, good or bad. And I feel like I layered guilt or shame or disappointment that really in somewhere in my high school youth age uh, got me into a perfectionist mentality that it had to be perfect. Everything had to be perfect in order to be good enough. Even and as it, a little girl, even as a little girl, I would say as a little girl, not as a, that wasn't the mentality as a little girl, but as a little girl, the reminders to be gentle on yourself, that you make mistakes. Like you're going to fall down. You're going to disappoint people. You're going to hurt people. And as long as you're humble and you apologize and you desire for change, that's what I want that little girl to remember because I, had a loving family, had a very warm environment, but somehow I started picking that up as a little girl that then turned into my teenage years of that perfectionist piece that then turned into an adult having that mentality. So going back to that little girl, I want her to know that she is loved and perfect and beautiful just the way she is. And that I will, you know, she will make mistakes and she will disappoint but it's okay. And to really practice self-love, self-forgiveness and self-care at whatever age appropriate, you know, memories that that, that brings in. But that's what I'm going to tell her is just to, to self-love and self-care uh, in a beautiful manner. 
It is so important. Self-care is not selfish. Self-care is fulfilling. And a lot of times, especially as women, we are so busy helping everyone else and not taking care of ourselves. So we need to definitely know that. And me as a little girl, most people know the story of how they robbed me of being a ballerina, made me take tap and all those things. I was constantly put down as a little girl. But I think I told myself once they said I couldn't be a ballerina, I'm like, forget them. I can do anything I want to do. And so when you tell me I can't do it, then you better look out because here I come. I am doing it. But I loved how you said self-care, knowing that you're good enough regardless. And I hope that people are sharing that with their children right now that so that when they are adults, they will understand and they'll have that advice very, very early in their lives. So Jennifer, speak to someone who's wanting to be an entrepreneur. They're vacillating, they're not sure. Can you give them some advice? Sure. My first, I, I you know me, I'm always funny. My first response is don't do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't do it, it's, it's not worth it. But I- Yes it is, I, yes it is, stop. It is, it is so worth it because it is such a place for me and I'm involved in EO Cleveland, and so it's all the you know entrepreneurs organization in Cleveland, and there's this thread that is in there that you are the you have the power to create, you have the power to launch, you have the ability to pull back, and it gives you such freedom. It gives you such fulfillment. And there's times and seasons, and and as entrepreneurs, we often laugh that there's been years gone by that we probably made about a dollar fifty an hour, and for the time and energy we put into creating new you know, programs and, and even the time, think of all the time you've spent and she elevates and, you know, the return on the dollar of your time and what you could bill for out in corporate versus, you know, you working on this passion of yours, but it's so fulfilling. And when you find that piece of, I'm now in charge of my schedule, I can be in charge of uh, the outcomes as much as, you know, the environment around us, uh, it agrees to it. But to me, it's so freeing. It's so rewarding. It When you cross finish line after finish line, the self uh, joy and, and gratification and pride that comes from knowing it is yours. It's like having a, a child that you see getting, you know, raising up through the years and, and coming uh, to age. And there is such joy and freedom in it that it is unlike having a job of your own. And it's not for everyone. But it, for those who are into this uh, path, it is far rewarding. It's hard work. It is such hard work, but it is so free and gratifying as well. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I put my business on hold to start this nonprofit to teach little girls because I believe that we need to leave a legacy, something we need to be doing, something that's making a difference in the world. So here I am working in the office for free, almost eight, nine hours a day. But like you said, I am so passionate about it. And I want to see little girls be leaders and I want to see them be CEOs and I want to see them uh, really be entrepreneurs. Now you have a marketing firm. Can you give us a tip? One, you have a digital marketing firm. So business should just be booming for you now because we're all digital. Before when I interviewed you, remember you were sitting right next to me. We've gone to a whole digital world. What's one piece of advice that you can give entrepreneurs what they need to be doing in this digital world? 
Sure. So part of it is being open to the pivot. So I talk a lot about it with Genesis Speaks, but a lot with the entrepreneurs is, you know, we put our plans together as best we can. None of us could have uh, understood that COVID was coming and how it would shut down. And so that piece of resiliency, the ability to pivot, the ability to streamline, uh, I just had an amazing lunch with three of my girlfriends this past weekend. And part of it is the things that we were able to learn uh, as an entrepreneur to uh, push through the essentials and to systemize or to pull back to get rid of, you know, maybe some uh, systems, people, protocols that did not serve our business, but we didn't pay attention to them. But in the digital world right now, it's going to be essential that your messaging is clear, who you are, your unique selling proposition, your voice, your brand, that relationship piece, and whether that's through social media, whether that's through blogs, case studies, white papers, video, the noise is only going to get more and more over the next 12, 18, 24 months as businesses are are shifting to a digital world and an online world. So you have to find your differentiators early on and then you really need to dig in. So maybe you have six or seven offerings, but you find the one that's really unique to dig into that people will find that hook. And then you can cross sell or upsell your other four or five different services, but it's gonna be really essential for you to find that brand messaging and voice to differentiate you from every all your competition. That's right. What makes you different? So I coach a lot of women who basically I do business life coaching and I when we start and they want to start a business or even if they already have a business and I can't say that word too cool. Differentiate. <laughs> That's one word. I was a teacher. I can't already say that word. But what makes you different? What is different? So I'm starting something now. Here I go again. You know, Jennifer, I can't help myself <laughs> but it's confidence redefined and what's going to make us different is that i can't believe that i'm going to be working with plus sizes again remember i started one of the first plus size modeling agencies in the country but i'm going to help women who are um, having challenges with body image and all those kind of things and it's confidence redefined but what makes me different so i could just say confidence redefined but what makes me different well i ran a modeling agency uh, for 18 years for plus size women what gives you that edge so i love when you said that it's so important when you go in business you got to be better than everyone and you want them to think of only you so someone someone's thinking about digital marketing you want them to think of genesis that's Yes, and we do. So <laughs> exactly. I could talk to you all day. So it's time to end. So I want you to give us some parting words, and I'd also like you to tell us how people can connect with you. Sure. So parting words, I, I my my want is to uh release joy and confidence and hope into those who are listening. So even through our podcast, if there's something that, you know, Dolores and I have talked about, whether it's lifting your voice, differentiating, uh, empowerment, entrepreneurship, like if you find that spark of hope in your, in your uh, heart and in your mind and you lean in, like that's, that's the universe, God, higher power talking to you to say, this is something that you need to explore. So my parting thing is, you know, don't be, don't be um, sad with small beginnings and that every baby step, every choice that you can make to walk toward that dream of entrepreneurship, of empowering women, of equipping young young girls and entrepreneurs to lifting their heads and building that confidence, 
you're going to look back in six months, six years, a decade, and the progress and the things that you're going to see is going to be insurmountable. And so just keep chipping away at that is kind of the last words of encouragement uh, that I would have. And then to get a hold of us, we uh, Genesis and Associates. I saw that our name was at the bottom. There's there's our website, genesisassociates.com. And yes, it's spelled with Jennifer at the beginning. So J-E-N-N associates.com. And we have a digital marketing uh, email that you can email us uh, directly, or you can just put a J-E-N-N at the beginning of that and email me directly. But we'd love to chat if you are wanting to learn more about our podcast and the women's movement or our digital firm or how to join our team. We are always open to those conversations, even when we're not looking. Yes. And you're all over social media, so they can find you everywhere, I'm sure, because that is your expertise. Absolutely. I am so happy to have had you here. You have imparted a lot of great information for us. Thank you so much, Jennifer. So welcome. It's always a joy to spend time with you. And I always walk away with this huge smile on my face. You are a joy and it's always wonderful to connect with you. So thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. Likewise, you are listening to the She Elevates podcast. She Elevates is a nonprofit 501c3. So we're always looking for people to be champion of our cause. We look for donors. We look for volunteers because we're all about empowering girls to be confident leaders, entrepreneurs, and CEOs. Go to our website, sheelevates.org. And Sign up for our She Letter. It's not called newsletter. Sign up and connect with us on social medias. You can find us at pretty much everywhere at She Elevates. The same thing for me at Dolores Presley. Oh, this was a great podcast. I'm enjoying doing this. And I want to thank Amanda Dukes, who is our producer. She's behind the scenes, but she is a young lady, a young entrepreneur, a mom, a wife, and she's doing a lot of things. So I just wanted to take time to thank her and let her know that I truly appreciate her too. So we got to elevate each other, right? This is what this is all about. She elevates. She elevates. All right. I don't even want to leave, but I will. But I'll leave you with a parting thought, which is Presley's PowerPoints. Once you understand your worth, you will be paid your value. Let me say that one more time. Once you understand your worth, you are so worthy. But so many people don't believe that. You are. Just hear me saying this. Once you understand your worth, you will be paid your value. That's it. I'll see you the next time. And thank you so much. We're listening.